This episode of Harmonious Gentlemen is brought to you by Blind Man Brewing, makers of craft beer in central Alberta. Say hi to Hans. podcast episodes were the alleged year of alien landing and encounter in Roswell, New Mexico. You'd know that this had to be episode 47 of The Harmonious Gentleman. I'm Chris. I'm Tyler. And I'm Graham. Nice intro, Chris. Hey. You know what? Sometimes they just come to you. That's kind of topical, too, because didn't the U.S. just release a bunch of files on UFOs and all the yeah. alien people are kind of like, see, we told you. And yeah. Isn't that happening? The FBI is kind of showing some, I think it's mostly... Fighter pilots and Navy pilots seeing things that they can't explain. Right. And to be clear, UFOs, they're not saying aliens. They're just saying they don't know what they're saying. Now they're changing the acronym. I forget what it is, but it's like unidentified aerial phenomenon, UAFs, I think. Okay. I don't know why they change it. It's just a UFO. Yeah. Yeah. Acronyms need to be changed every 10 years. Yeah. I think Tim Alien will get a kick out of this because he probably knows the, what really happened in 47. Yeah. And whether or not it was, you know, the crash landing of a little spacecraft or just a weather balloon? It could have been when he We're got not here, sure. right? We yeah. don't know when Tamelian actually His first visit. Arrived. Yeah, his first visit. Yeah. Hey, we've had a lot of great feedback in the last couple of weeks from our last episode with Janice Irwin. And uh, mm-hmm. so thank you for that feedback and uh, to her and her team again for coming on our podcast. We had a great time and it really inspired us to continue looking for um, unique guests going forward. Mm-hmm. So thanks for that. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun having guests on. Um and, but I'm excited for tonight. We don't have a guest tonight, and I feel like we haven't hung out, just the three of us, in a while. So I'm excited about that, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to say no to good guests, so we love that happening. But it's really it's really good just to be here with you guys in Lacombe. We're recording on Tyler's porch. He's in a swing. I wish you guys could see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the season has turned to summer, but we have recently come off our spring drive. But we're going to extend it, right? For Yeah, we're going to extend Just it. into summer. So if you're um, still thinking, hey, you know what? I should just throw a little money uh, the Harmonious Gentleman way. You can do that through our PayPal account or uh, HarmoniousGentleman at gmail.com. We really appreciate it. Thanks to everyone who's already done so. Um, Yeah, Very generous listeners, so thank you very much for that. Yeah, you guys are great. Yeah. And I've had uh, someone ask me recently as well, because we keep saying terms like keeping the lights on and um, maybe... Asking, yeah, so what is the money for? And it's basically gear. It's basically so we're not borrowing things, mm-hmm. microphone stands, just that it's just kind of the necessities that we've been fortunate enough to be able to borrow, but we'd like to maybe have our own gear and um, maybe sound a little bit better as well with some upgrades. So, yeah. um, like we've said before, it's not all about Tyler's fur coat obsession, but it is a little <laughs> bit. Yeah. Although those do look good. Yeah, they're so comfy. Like just swinging here with my big <laughs> fur coats on. Well, we have a nice, uh, I think a pretty fun topic tonight for the three of us to chat about here outside mm-hmm. in the comb. Um, and I think you, I think your listeners are going to enjoy that this as well. Uh, but before we get to that, we should recommend the best of things. I have the best of something to recommend. Really? Yep. Really? Cool. I'm excited for that. I don't. I, have, oh. I just have a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I have an act. Ooh. Yeah. Stay tuned. <laughs> okay. <laughs> This is the part of the podcast where the gentlemen like to recommend uh, basically anything to yep. our listeners and each other. And I think my life has, has become richer as a result of these recommendations, you guys. So thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, 47 times I've, I've had things to try. Mm-hmm. And Chris, usually I try yours. And Tyler, I just appreciate you coming out. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, My recommendation this evening is um, uh, something that I just, it's something I learned how to do for the first time. And as a 38-year-old, I was so excited. Uh, my my son and I are into bike riding a lot lately. Well, he's into it a lot and learning how to do whatever he can and watching videos of um, BMX bikers and stuff sometimes. Mm. And every time I watch these videos, I, I when these guys can hop their whole bike off the ground, it's called a bunny hop, you know, I can lift my front tire up, right? I mean, you could do little like wheelies. But growing up, I never knew how can you possibly lift your whole bike off the ground? It was like a mystery. It was like magic to me. And maybe you guys both know how to do it. And I was just really dumb all that time because that's how I, that's kind of how I felt. Like, is, are his feet hooked onto his pedals? Yeah, right. So I was with my son and I finally realized I'm just going to Google it. Like, we're, we're just biking in a parking lot doing circles. 
I Googled, how do I do a bunny hop? And it was like five steps, one, two, three, four, five. And my first try, I did it. Hmm. And uh, it just felt like this big And this moment. isn't like on a BMX, this is like on a mountain bike? No, this is like my, yeah, this is like my um, nice. kind of cruiser mountain kind of thing. Uh, anyway, I'm not, <laughs> this is not me so, bragging. Yeah, but what are just, you recommending? <laughs> <laughs> I'm recommending if there's something you've never been able to do and you assume it's too hard. Google it. Just like Google it. it. Yeah. yeah. I good. always assumed I could never do do that. Because you've been nailing your back tire on curbs for years. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I actually made my son even more frustrated because he's working on the wheelie. And now he's like, Dad, I can't. <laughs> now I got two tricks. Yeah. But it, just so you know, you, you probably both know how to do it, right? You just you point your feet down and you just push your pedals. You push back really hard. So when you're lifting, it kind of pushes your whole bike off. It's not hard to do. But. Hmm. Anyway. I don't think I've ever really done an intentional bunny hop. Like, yeah. Like it feels like you're younger. flying. And I'm probably like two inches off the ground. But yeah, I, you, no, you, you feel like you're flying. It's amazing. So bunny hop or just anything you think is too hard. But mostly the bunny hop. Yeah. Just bang it. <laughs> Ugh, okay. You had me up until then. I'm going to recommend a restaurant in Red Deer. It's called the Westlake Grill and it is at um, Heritage Ranch and it is delicious. I had the uh, pulled pork sandwich on deep fried bannock yesterday and I highly recommend that meal specifically, but the restaurant also just really fresh um, food and homemade you know, and really good, unique menu. Yeah. Did you walk out. down to the water after? Little trail? No, I went for lunch and kind of had to rush out, but it's also great for walks. It is. Yeah. Cool. And at Heritage Ranch? Heritage Ranch, yeah. yeah. So you could have gone for a horseback ride. Yeah. But you didn't. <laughs> no. They'll actually feed you on horseback if you want. A little tray. <laughs> <The> drive through. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ride through. They might. Yeah. I'm going to recommend a show and... Way back, I don't know what episode, I recommended um, kind of British crime dramas, yeah. procedurals. Yeah, Peaky Blinders. Um, no, it wasn't that one. You've said that a couple times, but <laughs> oh, I'm it was sure you Broadchurch said that. and Shetland. Oh, okay. Um, they're kind of slow, slow burn. Um, like yeah, detective pr- mystery kind d- of thing. Yeah, yeah. Procedural, like that you see a little bit of the, like episode by episode, one crime slowly kind of gets solved. Um so I've been waiting and looking for a show to follow up, to follow those up. And actually, um, Ryan Langlois mentioned this one. I think after we recorded the episode with him, he mentioned Bosch. Hmm. So I'm going to recommend that show. Um, give some credit to Ryan for it. Hmm. But um, yeah, the show Bosch, it's a American procedural crime drama. But if you liked um, the British ones, like Broadchurch, you you might like this one too. There are just more guns. Yeah, it's an oh. American. Do they ever use an AK forty seven? No, mm-hmm. not that hey, I've Ryan seen. Ryan is just the gift that keeps on giving, isn't it? I know. Yeah. yeah, learned so much from that episode. Yeah. Bosch. Yeah, Netflix. Uh Prime. Prime. Mm. Awesome. Good recommendations. Food, show, and bicycle but. activities. <laughs> <laughs> But but it could. I'm just saying. Just you guys should go try it next time you're on your bike. Yeah, just try it. Well, I used to do it on a mountain, or not on a mountain bike, on a BMX as a kid. But I don't know if I've ever even tried on a mountain bike. Now I will. Well, you can't do it. So yeah. Yeah, my bike was stolen a couple weeks ago. So I have a couple bikes here. We can go give it a shot during the break. Take some pictures for the for the Instagram. That'd be cool. Yeah. All right, guys. I think it's about that time where we jump into a topic of our choosing tonight. Chris, why don't you hit the fans with this one? Well, we were wondering if we should talk about our bucket lists yeah. made famous by the movie starring some guys, I forget who, but yeah. actors, uh, they kind of had this idea that uh, they would do the things on their bucket list. So yeah. before they kick the bucket, yeah. try to get these things done because they've always wanted to do them and maybe put them off. And we are all feeling just old as heck right now. Old as heck. Yeah. yeah. So is it too late to get to our bucket list? Do we still have time? Do we even have a bucket list? Well, I think tonight what we should do is we should critique each other's bucket list. Like if mine is not worth doing, <laughs> you're going to tell me. bucket list sucks? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like whose bucket list is best? Yeah. Or like how have you not already done that? Yeah. Or just die already. That's not worth it. Yeah. Or that, go, those kind of things. Go do that right now while we talk. Sort of like go. <laughs> like do a yeah. bunny hop was kind of in the back of my mind. Yeah. That's something I always wanted no, to do. that's right. Boy, so you really sound like I'm bragging. Like <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's bragging. And also you learned how to use Bing. So those are two things. Yeah. Awesome. You guys are great. Let's take a break. (laughs) 
So we're talking about bucket lists and the way I think about that that concept or that idea is it's a list of things that you want to do before your time on earth is up. And typically the the scenario where these things come into play is where you find out that you have a year to live and you have to prioritize. So it's like you can't do everything. So it's like you got to make a list. You got to pick like just a few things mm-hmm. you want to do. Um, I've never really formalized a list and I don't know how many people actually do. Right. But there's something I've said in the past. I know I've said it to people is like this is it's kind of on my bucket list and it's to get into a hockey fight, <laughs> like to actually drop the gloves wow. and fight. And it's it's something that I it's one of those things. It's not like I really want to fight like I, I'm not a violent person, but it's something that I kind of like want to be able to say I did it, hmm. I guess. Yeah. So is and that it, like you used to want that and you still want that. I guess like I when I when I play hockey now I don't think I think it's stupid when people fight. Yeah. I do. But like I feel like that would make in some way and I know this is kind of silly. Maybe this should have been my confession. But mm-hmm. like silly that I want to at the end of my life say I have been in a hockey fight. Have you ever been close? I've been in never dropped the gloves and squared off with someone. Just like a I, few I guess sucker I've been punches close. here and there. We won't get into that. But <laughs> Okay, I have sorry. nothing that I would define as a... Oh, right, right. True. Oh, man. Just, so that, just do it. I mean, yeah. yeah. I feel like you do can you make that a, happen. Do you have an extra set of gloves in the house right now? Let's just throw off the gloves. <laughs> <laughs> so is that well, it? Like, that's your list? Well, that's the only one I've really said, like, oh, that's on my bucket list. And maybe it's half joking. It's it's kind of like a thing I don't really... Like, it's something mm-hmm. I want to be able to say I've done. Do you want to get punched in the face? I have. Okay. been punched in the face and you I, want to punch somebody else in the face i want to no like i don't want to go to and get in a fight like i know that's possible you just, I just want, want to be able, want to, say to, be able I, to say i've been in a hockey fight all right and all right so is that is that different from the way you guys think about a bucket list where it's for well, me it's like a thing that i want to be able to say i've done it but it's not necessarily because like, the things i really want to do i see those things probably happening hmm. a hockey fight probably won't happen unless i like Make it happen. Someone says, this is your last hockey game of your entire life. Like, So then maybe I'd be like, your kidneys are my failing. last chance Go to say Go punch it. that guy. It's much more comforting <laughs> for me to think of bucket list items as things that I think I can do. And that's that's how I want to think about it, I think. Yeah. Some of them could be Like more... you probably never will do them? Oh, that's interesting. No, I, I'm, I'm thinking of things that I think I will do. Oh, I thought you said can't. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I, I think... Okay, gotcha. There are things that if you had the time and you had the... Whatever, you could, you could do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's a little different than the way I think about it. Yeah. You guys say, what? what is... some? You go. What's one of yours? Well, when I was thinking about this earlier, I, I, I kept thinking about traveling. Just like that. To mm-hmm. me, that's something that I, I want to do more traveling. Um, and so, like, there's a few locations I want to go to before I'm, I'm done and before I'm too old to go. So, I think, like, going to, like, to Japan has always been kind of something I really want to do. So, I would count that as a bucket list yeah. like, trip. I want sure. to see Japan mm-hmm. before I'm, I'm done. Yeah. But then there's also smaller ones like I want to go back to the town I grew up in, which is not that far away. But right. It's been over 20 years since I've been there. And I, I know I want to go back there before. But it's been a long time since you've been there. So a long time. Yeah. It feels like a bucket list item. It's a bucket list item that's like likely going to happen. And I don't have to worry about it not happening, but it's something I need to do, I think. Yeah. So, so traveling really popped into my head a whole lot uh, initially with the bucket list thing. Uh, yeah. I had one more, but I'm forgetting right now. I'll come back. Do you, do you want to go, Chris? Yeah, I, I have three that I think of. Like, it's not like I always think of these things, but as I was thinking about this, I want to <laughs> ride a motorbike from here to the tip of South America. Okay. I don't uh, know how to ride a motorbike, <laughs> and I think it would be hella dangerous to go through, like, Guatemala and Mexico, but I think that would be really cool. I probably will never do that, but it's on my list. I want to get a really awesome tattoo mm. in a cool spot. That I would maybe like share with my sons. <laughs> Temperature wise? Or I like... don't think this will ever happen because I've never found one that would work. And I really want an organized garage that like I'm really proud of. Wow. Those are my three things. Okay. So you, I, you thought of these before. Like these are in your No, head. they just, when oh. I was thinking about this, this, those are the three things that I'm like. I thought of a second one. Those are the three things that I should okay. do. I want to ride a motorcycle. Hey. To we the southernmost tip <laughs> you South do? America. Wouldn't that well, be awesome? Well, I have, th- like I was going to say something about motorcycle. Like. 
I was thinking more just be a person who rides a motorcycle. Huh. But I, yeah, let's do it. Let's do that. Okay, tri- I'm in. I feel like if you became a motorcycle person, you'd probably be more likely to get in that hockey fight, right? I mean, like, <laughs> and have a tattoo. <laughs> no offense to our motorcycle riding uh, listeners. Tattoo artists? No. No. No, that's not offense. We actually want to meet you so we can be inspired. Where do you get your tattoos done? And how do you ride a motorbike? You know, <laughs> Tyler and I both have tattoos, and we're both pretty cool, Chris. I agree. So you should do it. Agree to both. Yeah. Speaking of motorcycles, you can probably hear a really small Sounds motorcycle like ripping around the neighborhood. Kawasaki, 500cc. I mean, I've, I've had other bucket list ideas in my head um, when it comes to music. Like, I, I always wanted to play a show on, like, a really big stage. And I didn't yeah. care how. Like, I didn't... I'm talking, like, a stadium. That's a great example, though. Right. But it's, yeah. but it's one that there's multiple ways to make it happen. Like, I realistically, it's not going to be because I'm in a group that makes it that far, but could there be an event where I like help a friend out and fill in or something? You know what I mean? Like there yeah. could be a way to weasel in and like, you know, as like a loop. Yeah. Get right? to just right. experience that to experience once. a crowd like that. I think, um, when our band played at, uh, for that, I forget what we're, the Westerner, I think. Yeah. That was a big stage and it was yeah. kind of a cool experience to see. A, a Did you have there. a sense of that? Like, Hey, I've always wanted to do this. I was thinking about that at the time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so that one is, that one is a little bit different because I don't, it's probably not going to happen, but I hope it does. Are there any things on your list? Like I've always wanted to see this in person or experience that for myself. Like there's some pieces of art I'd like to see in person for myself, oh, okay. you know, in Italy or Greece maybe, or yeah, a lot of those are traveling related too. I yeah. Guess, they too. kind yeah. of always end like up East coast. I really want to go to Newfoundland. I want yeah. to experience that area. Tyler, have you thought of one more? You're, you now have, I want to, be on like a big stage performing (laughs) no like actually like maybe i just wasn't very prepared for the topic tonight but like a lot of what you're saying i'm i am saying like yeah that would i would love that too Hmm. like that is something that yeah i've got smaller ones like i don't i've always wanted to be on cbc radio like it'd be really cool just me too because i like cbc radio Mm mm-hmm those are the like in the back of my mind thoughts that I have. Like, not that if I had a year to live, that'd be like, oh, I got to get on this now. I got to call, whatever. No, but my brothers were interviewed by Tom Power on Q, and it was like, this is the best thing ever. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, but I wanted it to be me. Yeah, I want to have coffee with Jerry Seinfeld. Huh? I know. Like I think he's kind. Of, I, he, I don't think he listens to our podcast, but I, I don't know that for sure. No, no one does. But um. I don't think he like. It's not because I think he's a really nice guy, or no, like I think, I think we. Is, I, I don't think we'd necessarily get along. I just think he would make fun of me, and <laughs> it would be funny. Yeah. And I don't know, see, for a guy thought, who didn't have a bucket list, he's ripping them out right now. Yeah. I feel like you got. I don't know if, if you guys watch you watch Curb, Larry David. I feel like those guys made Seinfeld. I feel like Jerry Seinfeld seems nicer in his show. Larry seems worse, but I think Larry would be a way nicer person in real life. in real life. Yeah. Has Larry ever been on on Comedians in Cars? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I've seen that episode. Yeah, he has for sure. Okay, now I'm getting all these other... But it's funny no, how much of it... are popping. Uh, it's funny how much of it is, is experiences due to travel. I think that's, yeah. that's a, real, a real theme. Or, or actually, to be honest, like uh, concerts as well. Um, there's a few bands I want to see. Okay, like right? a, just having a band bucket list would be sweet. That would mm-hmm. be a separate thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I want to see Pearl Jam in Seattle. Tyler, what's your band you want to see that you haven't? Can they be, they have to be active or can it be? It has to be possible. So they can't be like dead? Like the Beatles? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could stand at the grave of Jim Morrison, but I don't know if that would be as fun as. Um, one of them that would be on my bucket list is Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. And that's the, we've mentioned on the podcast yeah. that You're we actually have going. tickets for it. We'll be like um, episode 75 by the time we go. <laughs> by the time we go. But, yeah. but that is one that just. Yeah, I've always been a fan of that band, and yeah, it'd be really cool to have gone to one of their concerts. I'd love to hear from our listeners uh, their bucket list items, mm-hmm. if they're different in nature from ours, if they're similar to ours, or if we're getting the whole thing wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe that's what we should talk about is kind of critiquing, like, is the common bucket list item like skydiving, getting yeah. a tattoo, yeah. scuba diving, or are there like way bigger existential kind of things that you could do with your life i kind of want to get punched in the face a little bit i've never never been punched guys we could make both we, your bucket list dreams let's come on true some skates like right away. <laughs> i've never been punched 
I, I would like that. Actually, and I also kind of have a personal goal to get you a tattoo, Chris. Like, I really hmm. think I want to help you with that, with all my experience. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's pause. So we, we talk in between segments and what we've been talking about since the last segment is that our bucket lists are pretty self-serving, pretty self-centered, and they're mostly about like things we want to do. And we recognize that when we look at the list on the internet, it's like, oh, these are things that people want to do for themselves, either to feel better or have an adrenaline rush or gain something. Mm-hmm. Um, and ours have kind of met that criteria too. Just kind of an embarrassing moment doesn't know when we kind of realized that. Like, what, did anyone say anything about helping people leaving the world in a better place? Yeah. And the answer to that is no. <laughs> what is the matter with us? <laughs> well, and the fact, like, we looked at, we looked up a list of top 10 or just top bucket list items. And there's so many that are like, oh, already done it. Lame. Already <laughs> done it. But there's like thousands yeah. of people out, like, well, just on this website we looked at, like, thousands of members of this community posting this is what i really want to do and we just kind of be like ah done it uh, <laughs> like yeah. that's not worth it those people suck yeah right? like so yeah, we're just pompous asses tonight like i think so we've already had a lot of cool experiences and yeah, yeah and what and maybe that's not bad but i think this is probably a good point to or a good point in our episode to maybe not just continue down that path of just listing all the <laughs> all these things dreams and well i don't know we could go down dreams but maybe we could start um yeah, dive a little deeper maybe into it well everything we said was inherently selfish mm-hmm. and, right. and maybe that was our understanding of what bucket lists were yeah but i am a little embarrassed that my mind did not go to any kind of before I die, I want to, like, help. Yeah. Is that not a little embarrassing? To see my children and grandchildren. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> well, again. Achieve their dream. Kind of to pull, like, let people see behind the, the curtain. Like, before we were kind of brainstorming, like, what our um, bucket list items would be, I kind of chuckled. And Chris said, what, what were you thinking about? I said, oh, to make a difference like in the world. And we all kind of yeah, laugh. Yeah, we laugh. Like, like, <laughs> like that's not what a bucket list. So maybe part of it is just that a bucket list, the way we think about it is like if you had to do selfish things. Yeah. Like, but you've got this much money and this much time. What are you going to do for yourself before it's, mm-hmm. yeah. You accumulate these ideas throughout your life until you get to a point where you realize I'm running out of time. I still want to do these things. Is yeah. there anything about to be said about like you're more idealistic when you're younger, and then when you get older, it's like I'm just doing I'm just doing what I want to get a tattoo in my face, like, <laughs> <laughs> which is maybe the most selfish thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you get older, you realize that it's some of these ideals you might have or dream of become less possible, or they like you huh. kind of reality check like. And like my final act is going to be to donate every organ to people. I just didn't think I should say that on my bucket list. <laughs> well, those would go into a bucket. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Literal bucket list. I don't know. I think I kind of I kind of want to rethink it a little bit and like maybe try and reframe what bucket list means. Like, or at least just think about my life because I don't actively think about when I'm in my sixties what I'm going to be doing, what I'm going to be able to do. I guess I've always assumed every stage of my life that I'll be able to do what I want to do. I've always assumed that. I, I like I assume that when I'm that age that I'll be able to go wherever I want in the world and travel. And that's quite right. a privileged way to look at things. Like I'm mm-hmm. just going to be able to go where I want. I'll go to Japan. Yeah. Um, yeah. Number one, maybe not. Who knows? Right. I don't know when. I think we've talked about this. Have we talked about legacy on a recent episode? Not a recent one. We have talked about it before though. Because maybe now that's what's, this is kind of morphing into for me. Like bucket list might be, when you think bucket list, it's like what do you want to do that yeah. would be, Sure. enjoyable experience. for you like That's enjoy right. and what's an experience that you want yeah and i mean even when there could be experiences that do help others but typically bucket list doesn't include those things right but it's kind of in my head 
when I think about legacy, like what do I want to be remembered for? It's not the same things as what's on my bucket list. Right. And you're not going to be known for like skydiving, right? Because you'll like do it once maybe. But right. Yeah. Yeah. Those are separate things, I think. Unless, like, you died skydiving, then you'd be known for <laughs> that it. That is your legacy. <laughs> <laughs> so there are places where bucket lists and legacy can cross over. But legacy can also sound, like, self-serving, too. You can also think about it in that way, too. Yeah, that's right. Not, like, not necessarily, but... That, like, if I want to be known for yeah. being this generous... Yeah, yeah maybe. I think of a right. line from yeah, the, the, the British Office show where they, at the end, they ask Richard Gervais' character, he's like, what do you... What do you want to be known for? What, what's your legacy? And he's like, all I want is to simply be known as the man who put a smile on all who met him or something like that. Like some ridiculous, <laughs> like, yeah, like a humble way to say, like, I want to make everyone happy that I see. That's my goal, too. But if it, yeah, then I think like if but if you were the kind of person who like people felt better for having known you because you made them feel important or I don't think that's unrealistic or or proud. I think that's kind of neat. Because you valued relationships and conversations. That's possible. Do you think like Jeff Bezos' bucket list is like he's going to donate all his money to something, a good cause at the very end? Well, do you think mm-hmm. he has a bucket list or is it like he just does whatever he wants all the time? That's true. But I often look... Well, maybe though. I often look at like the hyper wealthy like that, like the kind of grossly wealthy. And I think like, why don't? why do you need that much? Like just you could give so much of it away and make such a difference. And I think like are they are they waiting till you know? Well, maybe a bucket list is totally a. The ultra rich probably don't have bucket lists. Is right. kind of what I'm thinking. Right. And probably less privileged and like poorer people. I I don't know if they would have bucket lists either. It's like they don't have the time or energy to th- even or think about that. Like maybe it's a like if you like the fact that you're sit like we can make a list of these things that require a lot of money and resources to do and we can just have this this list of things we will do is that a yeah maybe that's a, a phenomenon that exists for a certain population and not for others do you think ethically like having a bucket list is questionable like you shouldn't actually spend your money on going on a holiday you should no, like I like I don't. But I think it's important to think about it. Mm-hmm. Like and reflect on it and yeah, make decisions accordingly like but yeah, so no, my answer my short okay. answer is no. I don't think it's ethically wrong to go on a trip. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. But, it's it's an interesting topic because I I feel like on the one hand I feel a little bit guilty about like when I thought about things I want to do, they're all very self-serving and they're very selfish and they're very I'm privileged to be able to even think in those ways. On the other hand, I also feel like there's another part of this where people have things they know they want to do and they don't for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And they're able to, mm-hmm. but they put it off and they put it yeah. off and one day and one day and it never, it never happens. Yeah. Like running a marathon is not like right. this crazy waste of money or something. Or like, Do you think everybody yeah. has like something that they tell themselves they're going to do and it's sort of like a bucket list thing and they could do it right now? Absolutely, but yeah. they, but they, but they're putting it off. Yeah, or they're, but they, but they know they want to do it. Yeah, we were just at a grad. I think so, and but we were just at a graduation. Oh, I don't know what you call it—a convocation. Where yep. They they would read names. The guys, people would cross the stage and they'd read a little. Like the student would have written something about themselves. My future plans, kind of. And there's a few cliche um, statements like. Uh, or it's from a movie. Um, get busy. Oh, from Shawshank. Redemption. Shawshank, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, get busy living or get busy dying. Mm-hmm. Big Shank, kind of right? Care. Like it's kind of like that. Where who ha- we all have something where it's like we you could do it, and this is what you just said. But um, yeah. Anyways, there's a lot of like when you come out of high school, that's the dream. Like I'm gonna do the things I really want to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like, I, get that- in a hockey fight. <laughs> like, let's just get busy. you could literally like next time you play a game you could just that'd be done i could do it yeah and if i want to get punched i could just go to one of those anti-vax rallies in red deer <laughs> with a mask on <laughs> you absolutely <laughs> could and that would probably be fulfilling something off their bucket list too <laughs> <laughs> so in the end you would have helped someone else huh 
I like it. There's a lot of layers here. I'm just <laughs> glad they're not downtown anymore and they're further away from the city. They kind of, yeah. yeah. Travel out to the fringes. <laughs> well, what's the what's your thing like that, that that you're procrastinating on? Or do we need to think about that? Uh, I have an answer, but I'm a little uncomfortable talking about it, to be honest. <laughs> Hmm. I'm not. I'm not kidding. Like, there's something I that makes me want to hear it all the more. Yeah. Well, we were worried about this episode not being that great, but maybe we could get a little deeper. I don't know. Do you need to take a break to build up the courage? Yeah, maybe. Okay. All right. So, a little cliffhanger there for you guys. It's actually maybe not. As serious as I, I just wanted to hook the listeners. Yeah, it worked. Yeah, I've been meaning to get a haircut for a while. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's true too. Um, no, I, I, I what popped into my head when we mentioned like one thing that I've been putting off that I know I want to do and should do, but I just and I could do it any day is that uh, is to actually donate blood. It's something that my wife does all the time. Um, and I just and she'll mention like, do you want to go with me? And I say, yeah, no, I'll definitely do that at some point. And there's no reason why I haven't. Like, I'm not scared of the process. I think it's... And you've never done it. I've never done it. And I feel kind of a little bit ashamed of that. Not that if you don't donate blood, you, it's, you should be, feel bad. But me, I, I feel like I could and I should. Mm-hmm. And uh, and my wife is encouraging, not in a guilt uh, way, but you should come along, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I should just do it. Well, on that bucket list... Um, top 10 list that we looked up that was actually a little further down the list was give blood yeah and like a lot of people had said that that's something they wanted to do yeah but yeah. hadn't had the opportunity to so yeah. yeah i don't think you're alone in kind of think think realizing like that that's a thing you could right do. my father-in-law um has these certificates that he's gotten over the years for donating I don't know how many times, hundreds and hundreds of times and he's reached these milestones and they yeah. give him these yeah you get little and pins and yeah, yeah. So. I used to do it very regularly and then went to foreign countries for a few times and then you have to stop. So I could easily get back into it now, but I also haven't. Okay. Maybe Next this is episode, I need. We'll, we'll record while we're all record getting blood. from the blood bank. <laughs> that's a really... You get like a an donut and a <laughs> half a sub sandwich. It's, it's worth it. Oh, man. We should meet at the blood bank. Well, I have kind of a this idea that's been in my head over the years and something that Krista and I have talked about a lot and I think we would both really like to do it but it's one of those things you just we keep putting off and um it would be to like travel as a family or like uh do some kind of there there was this exchange program I kind of looked into at one point where I could have taught in Australia and kind of looked into it but didn't really follow through or it was didn't seem like the right time but we've i don't know we've like krista and i and and i'll i'll take the the blame for not following through on it like we it's always been there as an idea Mm. kind of a bucket list idea but then years go by and then it's like well now it's not the right time and so and i don't know if it the 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 item is go to australia but it's something like that Mm. like Maybe, like even I'm. I really look at what you're doing this year, Graham, as a kind of a cool thing that, mm. in the same vein of yeah. like, just do something different. Yeah, that's kind of for the the benefit of the family and spending time together. And I sort of surprised myself when when we did that. Like I talked about it to you guys yeah. probably lots leading up to it. Yeah, and yeah. in the back of my mind, I'm like, am I actually going to do this? Yeah, you kind of surprised me too that yeah. you actually did it. Yeah, no, seriously, <laughs> I don't I don't blame you for that. Yeah. But that would be my my thing that comes to mind. That's interesting you say that, Tyler, because that's something we talked about as a family, and it's probably a regret that I never followed through on it. Like when our kids were younger, a little younger. I guess I could still do you it. Did a, you did an epic trip. We did with an your epic trips. Yeah, we've had great trips, but like we talked about going to Australia or New Zealand to teach and just yeah. living there for a year, and then just never did it. So we we I recommend about- it. Do it. We talk about deferred salary quite often. Yeah. And then and then having that time to go do something like that. Yeah. Um, and that's de- definitely top of mind right now. Yeah. Um, so a thing that I've kind of thought about a lot and 
I have a friend from high school who I know has kind of come on some rough times, but he's been in that position for probably years and years. And I, every time his name comes up, I'm like, you know, I really should reach out or I should connect with him. This isn't a bucket list thing. I like, I know that, but it's like, why do I put off something that I know I should do? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I have no good answer for that because I really should just give him a call or see how he's doing. I wonder if that's a pretty um, common thing as well. Like somebody that you want to reach out to reconnect with that you don't. I, I mean, I've got a couple yeah. similar thoughts. Yeah. I have no good answer to why I would avoid it, but I kind of wanted to end this segment with like a proclamation that we would all do these things. Huh. Like I'd book a appointment. You could reach out to your friend and Tyler you could move to Australia. <laughs> you could move to Australia. <laughs> Okay, I'm I'm prepared. So when Tyler said his, I was like, "Well, I can't, I can't, I can't do that." I guess. <laughs> you think of a new one, Ty? Build a bat box or something. Well, like. you could look into yeah, the the possibilities box. of it. Right. Yeah. Take the steps required, like the deferred leave. Like, mm-hmm. actually, write and find out how do you do that. Yeah. Like, yeah, I've been saying that exact thing. I'm gonna find out how that works for <laughs> I don't know how many years. Well, I do. This is making me think, like, because we did it. We talked about in a previous episode about regret. But yeah. can bucket lists and regret be pretty closely tied together? Yeah, I think so. I've had that thought throughout this episode, like where is your is an item on your bucket list kind of the making up for a regret or Yeah. Yeah. Feeling like you missed out on something earlier. A friend of the show, Jason, mentioned that his definition of regret is something that can only be applied to something that you can't change. So if you had something on your bucket list that was like, I've always wanted to do this, but then you never did. Like it's not a regret according to that definition until you're depend. I guess it depends until on it's too late. Until it's I like guess. too late. Like you're, yeah. like you're on physically unable to I'm do on it my anymore. Deathbed. Now I you can regret dived. Like I shouldn't be me saying I should have done that Australia thing. According to that definition, that's not a regret. That's just something I haven't done yet. And right. like, so to do something but i can't change the fact that i could go there now with my kids so maybe it is a regret for me yeah i think yeah, um, that's interesting i i i kind of want to say this like i i'm gonna donate blood i'm gonna do it you guys gotta hold me to that but i'm gonna do it okay it's about time all right i'm gonna share it with the with the universe of fans that we have Can but like are we t- asking you in two weeks like if you yeah, did you it? should yeah all right yeah. you gotta provide Photographic. I wore a evidence. band-aid or something. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I just feel like it's something, it's not even like hard to do. You no. book it, you go. It's, it's, not. it's well, There's no excuse. Well, I'll commit to like looking into deferred leave. Okay. I won't commit can, to like, I will, ha- too, I will have moved to another country or <laughs> next booked time airline we're recording, to get <laughs> it'll be from in. Australia. Yeah. I'll have taken a step in. Uh, okay. I feel the pressure. To commit, you don't to have to. No, you don't have reaching to. out. No, I need this to reaching out to the person that I was thinking about. Clearly, the reason we bring these things up is because we know we should do something about it. I don't need visual proof of you doing it, though. You don't have to take a picture, take a <laughs> okay. selfie of you phoning somebody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair. Boy, it feels like confessing things is a little redundant at this point, but we should <laughs> probably do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I want to encourage you, Chris, with that reaching out. Like I had a. A friend who I hadn't talked to in a long time and I had that same kind of nagging feeling like that I should and I was kind of putting it off and it wasn't I don't know this is like a friend like someone that yeah I just was putting off communicating with them and then we arranged to like have a phone call and I don't like talking on the phone with people but I did it anyways and then we talked for like four hours like three wow. hours, three hours wow. for sure. Wow. And it was like, it was really good. And it was um, a good thing to do. But I couldn't believe at the end, like, it was just like, I couldn't get off the phone. It was, oh, it was like, like you every, wanted to and couldn't, or you, well, like there's you times I'm like, oh so man, much. it's 11 o'clock at night. Huh. And then, but then we just kept talking and talking. It was great. That's cool. So that gives me so hope. Yeah. Phone calls are like that. It's like, it seems like a big hurdle to get over. But once you're in, once you're in, you're in. It's all good. It's okay. When my brother calls me, uh, we have long, loud conversations, and I lost track of time. And 
I think it was like close to midnight, and I was like stomping around the main floor of our house, just talking loudly. And, and Heidi got pretty frustrated a couple of times, like, like yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I lose track of all time and space and sense of decency. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, it seems like we have some uh, some catching up to do in, t- in a few weeks, you guys. Okay. Yeah, we'll check in. Yeah. Accountability makes things happen. No doubt. All right, let's hit a the old confession jingle. Simon Van Boy, I don't know who this is, but in their book, The Illusion of Separateness, said, I think people would be happier if they admitted things more often. In a sense, we are all prisoners of some memory or fear or disappointment. We're all defined by something we can't change. So this is confession time, and that's kind of heavy. But once we admit to something from the past, it's going to lighten us, I think. So I'd like to tell you about the character Veruca Salt who is not only a 1994 um, awesome grunge band, but also a character in the book Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And she was known for putting her gum behind her ear when she mm. was oh, yeah. like so not done chewing it. Yeah. Is that gross? I'm just I'm, I'm guessing where you're going with this. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I do this, and I've done it since I read Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. If it's a piece of gum that like I'm not done chewing, it's still got flavor, I'll stick it behind my ear. And like if I'm going to eat lunch or whatever, uh-huh. like and then take the gum back. And you're I, talking like now. Now, yeah, oh, okay. like since I read the book when I was 10 or whatever, and I still do it once in a while. Um, Shanna thinks it's a disgusting habit. And like, I don't know. <laughs> I think I'm going to take her side on this. Reserve one. judgment. This isn't the confession because <laughs> I think that's just a fine habit. The confession is the other day I was in a restaurant <laughs> and I went to scratch my ear and realized I had a piece of gum stuck there yeah. from earlier this in the day. This is why she is right. Yeah. That's the only time that's ever happened that I had had a piece of gum like unknowingly and I was like, oh. Yep. And so I kind of like calmly and uh you know appropriately <laughs> removed it with a napkin but oh. then i thought okay i'm con- this is a real confession because when shanna hears this she'll yeah. this will be a pretty big i told you so but veruca salt you failed me <laughs> i mean you said it's the only time it's ever happened but i feel like one one yeah. in 30 years I mean, is still too much <laughs> <laughs> no it's not the only time i put my gum there no, it's the I only know, time i've left it there right no, that's what I'm saying. as it yeah. were and then i definitely had like a but how many Ooh. times has it happened that you just were walking around and someone's behind you on an escalator and a piece of gum just falls off, like a dried piece of gum? Never. Like into their mouth. That's ne- <laughs> I mean, I guess I can't confirm this. Or but. you put your glasses on and it knocks a piece of gum <laughs> off the back of your Do you, when you do it, do you sort of look around and make sure no one's watching? No, it's just out of my mouth, behind my ear. Are you good at it? Like, you, Oh, pretty- yeah. Like, it's not... Did your tongue? Does your tongue know how to prepare the right shape for your <laughs> No, I do that with or? my thumb and earlobe. So lower ear. So lower. It's like right behind your earlobe. Right. I can show you sometime if you want. Do you sanitize <laughs> before you do it? Like my ears are clean. I wash. I'm not yeah. like you. Don't, I don't have dirty ears. No, I, you don't. They're actually quite nice. I can see them right now. <laughs> you know, I they're fairly hairless and. <laughs> well, yeah, they are now. <laughs> yeah, the gum, waxing them. The every gum helps with time that. You chew gum. I, yeah, and so this isn't every time I chew gum, but no. it's like you know, it's like I just put this piece of Excel in. It's still got flavor, and now it's lunchtime. This is I'm why I'm saving this for later. <laughs> this is why I still do the podcast because if you still get real, I can't believe this is a re- this is a real confession. This is real. Yeah. Maybe too much. Um well thank you so much yeah. for that. Yeah, that was good. Mine is a deep cut. I'm going back to grade 4 or 5. Mm. Um this we were talking about traveling to where I grew up in Terrace BC earlier and that was what triggered this uh, a little bit. Well, I've been thinking about it a lot lately going back to Terrace, but grade 5 and um, uh, there was this kid in my class named Wayne. Wayne, if you're listening, how you doing? <laughs> and he... He probably is. His name was Wayne, and he lived uh, kind of in this weird kind of house by the re- creek. And anyway, he was a new kid, <laughs> and, and he was not a popular kid at our school. And I, mean, I wasn't either, but I mean, compared to him, I was uh, you were- Zach Morris. So he... <laughs> <laughs> is this another kid in Terrace? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, he had this habit where he would chew raw garlic. He just popped them in, like kind of like gum, and and chew it in in, in like at recess time. That's weird. Yes. Yeah. And it and you as you can imagine, it's it smelled so bad. Yeah. So bad. And so people were pretty mean to this guy and 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 you know, 
I think he kind of like enjoyed getting under people's nerves with it. I think I remember him being kind of like, you know, chewing in you know in your ear and stuff. <laughs> Gross. And I was not friends with him. But the confession is that um, when our school did a fundraising uh, drive where they sold chocolate bars, um, you guys ever do that in school? They I just, know exactly yeah. the chocolate bars you're talking yeah, about. They're, they're long and they have yep. a little yeah white wrapper. Yeah, exactly. with a Dairy Queen dollar off a coupon. Yeah, order. that's right. Yeah, probably. Wow, he won, and the and the contest winner received a Super Nintendo. What? With Mario World, Super Mario World included, and this must have been right around when it came out. It was fairly new at the time. I don't want to guess the year right now. How old are you in grade five? Like, like ten, ten or eleven? Yeah, so it would have been like nineteen ninety three, four, somewhere in there. So that's the right time. Anyway, I became his best friend immediately, <laughs> and I hung out with him. Garlic? You brought or no. some garlic to school. <laughs> <laughs> It was shameless. Like I literally just became his friend. But like you were his only friend? Felt like it. I don't know. Mm. It's been a long time. I just remember feeling that shame of like going to his house and like I'm just focused on that Super Nintendo. That's all I want to do. <laughs> so even at that age, you knew you were taking advantage of it. Absolutely. I remember feeling bad about it. And I should have. It was an awful thing to do. And when I got one for Christmas the following year, friends, we off. were not friends anymore. <laughs> you weren't inviting him over. <laughs> I don't think so. And now again, this has been a long time, so the events could have been a little bit different. But the the, yeah, I feel guilty still a little bit over that. That was a pretty shameless thing to do. So yeah. Wayne, I'm sorry, dude. You're probably pretty healthy. Girl, it's good for you. I'm sure you're doing <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah, cleans out your system. And my parents end up giving away my Super Nintendo years later. So I, we should talk, we should talk. <laughs> <laughs> do you still have the Super Nintendo? Yeah, that's really what I'm asking. <laughs> well, my. Uh, my confession doesn't go quite so far back. It's actually from yesterday. Uh, my my son is playing Timbits soccer. He's five years old. I refused to coach this year because I wanted him to have the experience of someone else coaching him. Mm-hmm. And so I held off, didn't volunteer to coach. Um, so he has another coach. And in the game yesterday, his coach was giving feedback and I've been pretty good at just kind of sitting quietly on the sidelines and not being involved at all, just watching and cheering. Mm-hmm. But then his coach gave my son, or yeah, he gave my son some direction. Gave him, told him, son, like kick the ball without falling down. Like you don't need to fall when you kick the ball. And uh, and then the very next time my son gets the ball, he t- dribbles the ball a bit and then does this like slide kick fall down thing (laughs) and i jumped out of my lawn chair went to the edge of the field and like yelled at my son like did you not hear what your coach just told you you're one of those parents yeah and i yeah like i said you like you yeah so i i didn't yeah so i'm embarrassed of that a little bit that i like got involved I've been so far this season been good at not getting involved in the coaching and involved, but that why was do you a, think a moment you care so much about? Well, I want him to be coachable yeah. because I like I've coached sports mm-hmm. before, and like that is the number one trait that I want him to come out of this with is to be a coachable player. Yeah. So when I saw his coach give him direction, and then ten seconds later, <laughs> it was the exact does same. the exact opposite <laughs> of what he was told to do. Yeah. I, in a way, yeah. So like the part that I guess that it achieved was the coach now knows that he can continue to coach my son, like tell him what to do, right? Empowers him, but I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have done that. Like I should have just let. Did let Herschel the coach notice what it. you said that you were? Like, do you think he was embarrassed by it, or did he really notice? No, like he he's pretty good. Like yeah. when the coach tells him, like he does. I mean, he half tries. the time he's not paying attention, but. Like he he listens and usually does respond, but this time he didn't, and I you called felt him like I needed to call him on it. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. I won't. I'm gonna try not to do that anymore. Just let mm. let things be. I'm, I I refuse to coach, so I'm gonna stay off to the side. It's a good confession. I'm sure there's a lot worse that you see. Oh yeah, yeah. Know, than that, I think that's it's good that you're aware of that immediately. <laughs> I thought it know. was gonna be that you went against what the coach's direction was. But it was more right, that you got punched. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's, I mean, any parent who's had kids in sports probably has a confession to make. Yeah. Well, there's been a lot of healing tonight, I think. Oh, boy. Real good. Um, 
Chris, if our beautiful, wonderful listeners would like to get in touch with the show, what are they mm-hmm. going to do? There's a lot of ways you can connect with us. We're quite active on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Twitter, all at Harmonious Gents. So you should connect More with Harmonious us Gentlemen. Yeah, on Facebook specifically. And then uh, email HarmoniousGentlemen at gmail.com. And we were reminded recently of the importance um, in terms of getting the podcast listened to maybe a bit more um, with iTunes comments mm. and uh, likes and star ratings, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So if you listen on iTunes, uh, please take a moment and just give us a star rating, whatever you think, and maybe a, a comment would be nice as well. Um, apparently it helps. We have a nice yeah. average right now. Yeah. What's the average? 5.0. Nice. Yeah. Let's keep it there. Yeah. Or is it out of five? Yeah, it's out of five. Okay. It's out of 15. Then keep it there. <laughs> it's out of 23, unfortunately. Yeah. But and thank couple, you to those who have done that. A couple recent nice reviews, too. Yeah. 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 Which we really appreciate, for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. And we have some guests coming up, potentially, that we're looking forward to. So we have a great summer ahead of us, I think, guys. And episode 50, remember, if you have an idea as a listener that you'd like to be involved in or recommend, tell us. Yeah. And I think we're just about at the end of our spring slash summer drive. Yeah asking for it but um some of these things we're mentioning like if you feel like you can't contribute to the spring drive like it's equally valuable to us just to some interaction interact with us online recommend just like we recommend things recommend our podcast to some people or put a comment on apple We, we didn't mention um listener paul's email earlier oh, yeah. in the show but he sent a really nice yes and email I should, to graham do you want to talk about that yeah so paul sent us an email when i mentioned my was it my confession that i got burned on a video game on kijiji yep. yeah and he offered to lend me that very game uh, to let me play it and i thought that was a really really sweet thing for him to do so paul thank you and i will be reaching out to you at some point thanks uh to take you up on that favor yeah what a sweet guy totally yeah, paul's a great yeah. great he's a good dude I think a lot of good people listen to the show. Mm-hmm. I think all, all the people who listen to the podcast are excellent people. Everyone. Yeah. We're painting with some broad strokes, but yeah, I, I'd agree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, guys, I think we're I think we should head out of here. Thanks again, Ty, for hosting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're welcome. Anytime. It, was, it really took a different direction than I thought. The conversation it was nice. Yeah, it was good. Okay, let's start ticking off some things on our bucket list. Oh yeah, shoot! I made that proclamation. I have to do it. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you have yeah. a phone book? We'll follow up. <laughs> we use this phone books. I do have a. I think we do probably. With my, I have to follow up my soccer confession. I actually oh. like ran out onto the field, <laughs> picked the ball up, and punted it just like across four it. fields. <laughs> and I just thought I'd throw that in. I needed to include that part. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Harmonious Jam